da 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 Dungeons and bonus stuff. Da-da! We're recording. What? It's a bonus episode. Are we going to make different... Um, da-na-na-na-na-na. We should. For bonus. Do, do it right now. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't meant to sound dirty. I don't know if that sounded dirty. I was hyperventilating. A little bit of both. So bonus episode. Uh, with a new intro song. <laughs> that we will make up someday. Really, it's going to be amazing. Mm-hmm. Because Maybe it's going to be written some of by They Might Be Giants. From the last <laughs> episode. Song? Ooh, we should write songs. <laughs> Obviously, we are talented <laughs> writers. Because this intro is going swimmingly. Yes. <laughs> and our last episode went really great. Mm-hmm. We are rocking it out today. We started earlier today hoping to get more episodes done but somehow we are cursed to only be able to do like two and a half episodes anytime we're together no matter how long we were two hours we were doing so good hours when we were meeting every week true we were like hey we don't have to talk to each other anymore because (laughs) hey we've already caught up because i was here a week (laughs) and i talked to you every single day every day day. (laughs) and yet today we so still much had chatter. So much to talk about. Somebody's gonna have to separate us. Should we find Call Mrs. Mrs. Vanderbilt? <laughs> <laughs> um. Yes. Was that the last time we were put in a class together? Besides, like, Mr. Kemp, who has the patience of a saint, <clears throat> because you know what? Though we were really quiet in his class. I mean, as we quiet as we could be. We were older. True. So we knew better than to just giggle i guess we did cause some problems in that one class in sixth grade too with mr bye <laughs> <laughs> he deserved it that's what happens when your brother's to scott hall <laughs> <For real>. <laughs> <laughs> so jessica had a great idea for this one you guys it's great <laughs> um do you ever TikTok and find the people who read Am I the a- uh, Are we going to say it? Am I the Asshole Stories? I don't TikTok all that often, okay. but I do Reddit quite frequently. Yes. So Which is where I they have originate. stumbled upon the Am I the Asshole subreddit. Sub. Yep. And I have also read some of them that mention that they go viral on TikTok. Yes. So I did know that this was a new phenomenon. I'm going to take a quick look at this one because that's what we're going to do. <laughs> We're going to steal other people's content and discuss it. Yes. I'm in. When you put stuff on the internet, you agree to this. And in this particular situation, you didn't tell us not to. Sometimes <laughs> I notice that they start with, like, Please not to be don't. sure. Yeah. Please don't. So when you read Am I the Asshole, do you immediately judge off the, the title? I Yes. Because you're supposed to. I think. And yeah. some of them write it as like clickbait Clickbait, now yeah so they make they write the title so that you assume you're going to hate them and then you read it and you're like oh my god why are you a saint (laughs) i also um am weirdly good of being devil's advocate in these situations Mm -hmm. 
And I'm sure it's because it's not my problem. (laughs) (laughs) And you don't need someone to listen to you vent about it. (laughs) Exactly. Well, and it's, it's such a good reminder of the phrase that there are three sides to a story. Yes. My side, their side, and the truth. I love the ones that go viral. And then the person in the story, the other side of it, come comes in and is like, this is not how this happened. <laughs> this is twisted. I'm interested to see if any of the ones I picked end up being the same ones you picked. <laughs> that is, I tried to scroll into the, like, the nethers of Am I the Asshole, which is literally like six days ago because there's so <laughs> many of them. I ended up sorting by top comments or something. Oh, nice. Okay, or some, yeah. I don't know, but they're all within, they are all within the last, like, 10 months, it looks like. So you might have some might older. Have them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Would you like to start or would you like me to? You start. So the title is, Am I the Asshole for Telling My Husband's Family They Aren't Allowed allowed Around My Newborn Anymore? Mm. Baby ones are always dramatic. Yes. People get crazy. And she said newborn, so she is also Just potentially... Just Yeah. Potentially a hot mess. Mm-hmm. And I say that with love because, because I was a full-on hot mess. Every woman that just gave birth is a One hot mess. One billion percent. It's a beautiful hot mess. But it's, but it's a, a hot, hot mess. Hot mess. <laughs> All right. I, 30 female, have a six-week-old baby, and I just told my husband's entire family that they are not allowed around her until she's six to 12 months. I uh, made this decision without my husband, and I don't feel I'm wrong at all. I refuse to backpedal, regardless of how it makes him feel. Long story short, both mother-in-law and sister-in-law came to see the baby last week, and a few days following this, the baby is sick. Super congested, fussy, puking. I bring her to the doctor, and she's fine, but has a upper respiratory infection. Doctors tell me to continue to breastfeed and on demand, and they give her an RSV vaccination. They give her the jab. (laughs) They stab her with a needle. They give her an R virus. (laughs) She fights it off. (laughs) Give her an RSV vaccination. My husband called his mom when we were leaving the doctors and he had her on speaker because his phone's busted and it only works this way. He gives her the rundown on what's going on with the baby and when she... That's when she basically tells us that not only was she exposed to the flu by one of her clients, but apparently sister-in-law's husband had COVID the week prior to her coming to see the baby. Neither of them told us this when making the decision to come meet our daughter. In fact, I specifically asked them if either of them were sick or around anyone who was sick. They said no. So they lied to me and continued the facade. I'm 100% on her side already. Even even not discussing it with her husband, I am 100% on her side. And I'm scrolling to see if he has a feeling. Okay, so <laughs> she then goes on to explain that she tells them that they are not allowed the baby for this time. And, that, and they said you need to build the baby's immune system. And her husband is pissed. He says, I'm going to isolate him and make him depressed. He does have a history of depression and that he needs his family. He's a big family man. He says that I'm selfish to do this to him right before big holiday celebrations. And I told him I don't care. 
um, daughter is first priority and his family doesn't care about that. Her friends also say she's wrong because it should be a joint decision. I summed up on the last part of that. I disagree because when it comes to the safety of my child, it doesn't matter who's on board with me. I get yeah. to make that decision. Yeah. And and I would I would allow my husband that same choice. Well, and the dynamic here bothers me because personally, if I made this decision for myself and for our child and then I explained it to Ryan, he would understand mm-hmm. and he would be on board. Right. I would probably never make this decision without talking to him first. But that's our relationship. And and she probably knew that he was going to be yeah. whiny about it. This, and wasn't going to support her. This and, rubs me the wrong way because of the way he's reacting. Mm-hmm. Yes, I understand being upset about not being consulted. But he's not seemingly even mad about that. He's mad that he can't go see his mommy. And he can. Yeah. He just can't bring the baby. Yep. Yeah, I don't yeah. like this. I was... I was... I didn't have an answer com, uh, com, come up in my brain with the title. <laughs> I didn't have an answer come up in my brain right then either. <laughs> <laughs> my brain no longer works. So. But it, I am a huge downer on any man who puts his greater family over his family. Once you get married and have a kid, once you get married, that's your that's family. your family. Mm-hmm. Yes, love your family, but and all bets are off if you're in an abusive relationship Absolutely. or it's something different. Like, yes, don't go isolate yourself with your new husband if he's a jerk face. Right. Don't make a family with that person. And don't like stop talking to your family because your abusive partner tells you to. But if you do marry someone and you're in a healthy relationship, they are your person. They yes. are your family. They are your Otherwise, nucleus. why did you get married? Right. My family of us three come before anyone else. Mm-hmm. And there have been people in my life who do not understand and support that. They're not and a part of my life anymore. Babies die from because the of, flu yes. and RSV and COVID. And Especially tiny babies. Purposely omitted that information. Mm-hmm. Because you were so selfish that you just wanted to snuggle a cute thing. I want to snuggle the baby. No. What are you going to do when you are putting that baby in the ground? Yeah. You can't snuggle a casket. People don't realize how sensitive people can be with yeah. these viruses and how dangerous it can be if you do not have the immune system to fight them. And how they can morph and make you... Yeah, cold probably isn't going to kill you, but... It can weaken you to expose you to something else. Yep. Or it can <laughs> cause pneumonia, which yeah. can kill you. All right. Oh, so not the asshole. Not the asshole. Absolutely not. So the title, <laughs> am I the asshole for not being upset that my friend's dog could die because of me? So first thought, I always side with the dog, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know what this lady did, but why is this dog at risk? She must yeah. have done something awful. What did you do? So she says, I was hosting a big garden party at the weekend. I invited my entire friend group plus plus their partners and one of my friend takes her dog everywhere. I told her no pets were allowed. Although it was a garden party, we were in and out of my home and I have four cats. My cats do not like dogs and neither do I. And then I'm like, you don't like dogs. Something must be wrong with you. (laughs) 
Anyway, my friend showed up with her dog. I told her that the dog was not welcome in my home or garden and asked her to please take her dog home or elsewhere. I thought she left. I went inside to sort some things out and then went into my garden about 15 minutes later and my friend was standing there in my garden talking to our friends. She doesn't live that close, so I was confused. I went to ask her how she got back so quickly and she told me that she just popped in and was going to leave since her dog isn't welcome. I asked her where her dog is and she shrugged her shoulders and said, he's around. I went looking and found him at the bottom of the garden eating my crops and making a mess. I was angry and told my dog, told my friend to get her dog off my property. A few hours later, she called me asking what her dog ate, and I had no clue. My gardener plants and attends to everything. I told her I didn't know, but told her he'd made a huge mess, dug things up, and clearly eating, eaten some of the things. She shouted at me that her dog is sick and I needed to find out what the dog ate. I told her I had no idea, but I'd text my gardener to ask, but it really is her problem. I did send the text, but my gardener didn't answer. My friend called again wanting to know what her dog ate, but I told her I still didn't know. She told me I obviously don't care if her dog dies and called me an asshole. I still don't know what her dog ate, but apparently he's very sick and might die. I feel bad, but I told her not to bring her dog on my property so I don't feel responsible like she says I am. Um, There's some edits, but it basically says she got in touch with the gardener and sent pictures but the dog had torn up so much stuff that even the gardener couldn't really tell what was what and what had been eaten and what wasn't eaten says i blocked ex-friend after dozens of nasty calls and texts but i got a call from a mutual friend the dog is at the dog hospital pretty sick but is expected to make a full recovery so the dog ends up fine like you (laughs) i would typically side with a dog and a dog owner this woman shouldn't have a dog exactly this woman is for one if i called you and told you please don't bring your dog your kid your husband to my home don't bring them (laughs) right don't you don't have to show up if i upset you by saying that you don't have to be here and if your dog can't be left home alone and you don't have anyone to take him and you can't make it i understand yep i'm not gonna be mad and then she not only shows up but she's asked to leave and then lets her dog wander unsupervised and then has the nerve to yell at somebody about what their dog ate yeah screw you can you imagine having the gall you like show up with your it's got to be like a pocket pet dog right oh yeah she like shows up with it and her friend asks her to leave and she like waits for her friend to go in the house and then just like sets her dog down and goes to visit people she's just like eh. i i would never <laughs> like even if you told me hey bring your dog over i think that my dog and her would get along great i would never leave my dog unsupervised ever right i don't know and of course obviously this is not about you particularly amusing the royal you <laughs> i don't know what you do i don't know what you have in your home i don't know if you have rat poison i don't know if you have 60 house plants that could be poisonous to dogs do you have a cat box because if your cat has a disease that doesn't probably affect the cat it might affect my dog Mm -hmm. by eating its crap and i'm sorry dogs eat crap and all the time plants and food off of counters that might kill them Mm -hmm. how dare you that is the gall i love dogs i want to be around dogs everywhere i go yes like 
but never bring your dog where it's not invited and never leave it unattended in a place where it could get hurt. What if it had run into something aggressive? Yes. Or the reason she didn't want the dog there was because the neighbor dog was super aggressive. and Or she got in a puppy that this friend didn't know about and it died of parvo. Yeah. Your dog's dead now. Yep. And that is on you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that one <laughs> fires me up. Also, can we just unpopular opinion? Stop bringing your freaking dog everywhere. Yes. Crate train your dog and stop bringing it everywhere with you. Yep. If for some reason I had a dog in this situation at a friend's house and caught it eating their garden or eating plants or chowing down on something, I would bring all those things to the vet with me. Duh. Yes. Yep. So that they can figure it out versus (laughs) calling my friend and screaming at them. Tell me what all your plants are. (laughs) She's frankly lucky the friend... The friend has a gardener. I'm going to assume that means that she has a very nice and extensive garden. Mm-hmm. She's lucky your friend didn't sue her. Right. Those could have been like prize-winning roses or yes. award-winning or watermelons or something. A cat. She had four cats. What if one of her cats had been buried there? Oh. And now you've just disturbed a gravesite. <laughs> right. Morbid, but... But, yeah. Ugh. So many things. I, I didn't realize these were going to <laughs> I didn't realize I was going to get angry again. (laughs) So it's a little long, so I'm going to try and summarize a little bit. Okay. Which also probably means I'll have some gaps to cut out. (laughs) Am I the asshole for siding with my boyfriend over my sister after she was the victim of a crime? Ooh. My immediate answer is yes. (laughs) Because sisters are blood. And crime? Is bad. Um, Unless... (laughs) The crime was like her being stupid and bringing her shot. dog over to her friend's house and letting it eat their food. Right. Or she got <laughs> shot while robbing a convenience store or something. Yeah. Um, but initial is yes. That's my initial yeah. thought on that. Mm-hmm. My sister lives in Austin, Texas. I live with my boyfriend about 45 minutes away. I've been with him for over two years now. He's been very good to me. He's kind to people he cares about. He's supportive. She kind of goes on like that for a whole paragraph. Okay. He's a little introverted and comes off as aloof or even hostile. Mm, I'm waving my red flag there. Mm Mm-hmm. But of course, this is writing. We don't know. He's much more conservative than my circle of friends. But it hasn't been much of an issue, um, except with my sister, who is very liberal and passionate about politics. Oh, boy. So... Boyfriend avoids sister. If they go out or she's coming over, he tries to not interact with her. They have had some arguments in the past. Uh, Sister seems to always get heated, but boyfriend, according to the author, does not. He does have a tendency, this is a quote from her, to calmly talk to you like you're a child if he's arguing with you. Ooh. Which is... Another red flag. One of the most singly irritating things a man can do. Yep. Um, one big problem in Austin is homelessness. It's one of the main reasons that boyfriend bought a house outside of the city. Sister is very passionate about homelessness and constantly talks about buying them food, donating clothes, and hygiene products. She talks about raising taxes and making housing a, a priority. Sure. She's very passionate. Housing is important. So we've got some feels here. I'm glad I'm she's... some ideas. I mean, she's actually productive and is helping 
the situation, not just complaining about it. Okay. (laughs) This is all relevant because yesterday, sister showed up at the door crying. One of her regular homeless people that she helps assaulted and robbed her. She knew him by name and always brought him soap, clothes, and money. Boyfriend was home. While I comforted her, he made us drinks and ordered food. He didn't say anything to her, but after a while, she kind of blurted out, I bet you can't wait to say I told you so. Boyfriend said, not really, and said she was being naive and silly the whole time, and that there's no need to gloat. He said this in a monotone, matter-of-fact way, um, just like he was telling a child for the fifth time that one plus one is two. (sighs) Interesting (laughs) that she, like, she's defensive of him, but she's very honest that he is talking down. Yes. But she, in my opinion, she's writing it in a rosy way. Right. Trying to make it better. Like you were talking to a child. Yeah. Hmm. So he's talking to your adult sister. Right. Um, She says, I'm going to try and write this exactly as what was said, as accurately as I can recall, um, because I still don't know how to feel. Sister started sobbing, saying, why is he being an a-hole even after she admitted he was right? Boyfriend said she didn't actually admit anything. The only reason she changed her mind was because of what happened to her. It could have happened to 1,000 other people, and she would have not cared. Still being smarmy and condescending to everyone, acting superior, and call people names. Then he got up to leave. He said she could stay over if she needed to, and then left. So he removed himself from the situation. Um, Sister started crying again and was mad at me for not defending her and called boyfriend an a-hole. I pointed out that she's called him a Nazi on multiple occasions, and she can't expect him to be sympathetic to her. Then she got mad at me, and we argued. She would have left if she hadn't had a few drinks, so she stayed over and left this morning, still mad at me. Still not talking. So, I don't know if I'm in the wrong for sticking for not sticking up for sister. Woof. This one's tough. I... I have a few things that maybe aren't pertinent to the story. One, boyfriend shows me some red flags. Oh, for sure. Boyfriend seems like he might be a little bit of a condescending piece of crap. Especially since it's the girlfriend that's writing this. And she, like you said, seems to be downplaying or flowering up what he probably did or how he said it. Also, it sounds like sister is a problem. And... Um, Regardless of political parties, we all know someone like that, right? We all have that liberal friend that is so wrapped up in their beliefs that they don't even have some common sense. And we all have those conservative friends that are angry people that think any liberal is just a dumbass. These seem, they they are all people who seem like they would shoot themselves in the foot just to spite the yes. other people. And it seems like you've got two of these people. If your sister is like this and potentially your parents are like this, it explains why you have a relationship like this. Mm-hmm. Yes, it went the other way, but they're the same person. Right. Um, I <laughs> They just have different beliefs, but yeah. 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 I actually know people like that. And you don't call someone a Nazi. That is a disgusting I mean, thing unless called. they're actually a Nazi. Yeah. Yeah. Unless they're a Nazi or unless they are, you know, killing a lot of people just because of their race or religion. Or like or, 
arguing that yeah people of a certain race or yeah. a whole race should be killed yeah. or that and genocide guess, is okay or you know yeah anti-jew talk right then you, you i mean i'm even kind of still okay with grammar nazis yeah using that but you got to have the whole term there but this new like throwing around nazi as just anybody who disagrees oh, she, with you she keeps her kitchen is, so clean she's like a nazi about right. it no <laughs> or does she kill people <laughs> if they eat and drop crumbs in her kitchen or the government wants us to wear masks they're uh. such nazis yeah <laughs> No, <laughs> it might. Sure, it might be stepping on your freedoms. It might be imposing right. rules that you don't like. But it is not ushering a race of people into buildings to murder them and experiment on them. There's right. no thirteen-year-old hiding in an attic because she's afraid that the government will make her wear a mask. Right. And if they are, that's their problem. <laughs> <laughs> it's not because of anything reasonable. <laughs> This one makes me wonder a lot about the narrator. Yeah. Like, it'd be easy to say, what's the one, what is it? Everyone sucks here. I think I would go with everyone sucks yes. here on this yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't believe that the boyfriend is that calm and level-headed and just like, oh, I would never say I told you so. This is not a reason to gloat. <laughs> I just hope that you've learned your lesson. I will say... A lot of people in the comments are are calling it a fake, um, and that would make me feel a lot better. Yeah, eh, I could totally see this. I especially honestly could too. Somebody like a narrator that is maybe grew up in a household where everybody yelled about stuff a lot, who has a sister that is obviously probably been the center of attention and has been very vocal and very child. loud, and. F- falling for someone who has different beliefs than her family probably does just because of whatever trauma or issues but also still falling for someone who is exactly like her sister just thinking that he's different because his beliefs are different i don't she needs some counseling (laughs) esh if this was is a real post everyone's everyone's and i have high need for this narrator to go to a counselor and mm-hmm. get some serious hefty all of them all of them need to go put to all counseling. three put all both of them on a timeout mm-hmm. go get counseling yeah it makes me tired because you need to set your boundaries <laughs> before you can decide who's the asshole here <laughs> i need to set some boundaries with the narrator <laughs> And Jessica never read Am I the Asshole again. (laughs) Am I the asshole for making homemade food for everyone except my brother's stepdaughter? If I'm not playing devil's advocate immediately, (laughs) I feel like I've read so many Am I the Assholes that my brain is immediately like... And this "Mm." title is kind of leading. Yeah. Because your first thought is, gosh, what did she do? Like, force this kid to eat a peanut butter sandwich while everybody else had, like, gourmet food? Right. And why, like, how would you not know if you were the asshole? But right. I, but um, you're like, oh, well. Is the child being a brat? Obviously, there's something leading here. So if it's literal just as title, yes, you are. But I do have a feeling that that's not going to be my end reaction. Mm-hmm. And the, the title is misleading me. 
I will tell you it is misleading. Yes. And I, you'll see why I think this, <laughs> this one's especially interesting. So I, a 27-year-old female, am not a professional chef, but I have taken a bunch of cooking classes and love making elaborate meals for friends and family. Um, about two years ago, my brother married a woman who has a daughter from a previous relationship. The daughter's name is Becca. She's nine. And she has several health conditions, including celiac and a severe dairy allerg allergy that requires her to carry an EpiPen. Last weekend, I hosted a dinner at my house for my parents' wedding anniversary. I made a fancy five-course dinner, and in addition to my parents, I invited four close family friends, my brother, his wife, and Becca, and then my sister and her boyfriend and their twins. Because of Becca's food restrictions, I found a restaurant in town that specializes in gluten-free, dairy-free food and arranged for them to make a full meal for Becca that I could pick up in advance of the party. I have made a variety of specialty meals in the past and I like the challenge, but knowing how serious Becca's restrictions were, I didn't trust myself to make her meal. I have ADHD and easily get distracted. And if I even used the wrong spoon or didn't completely wash some flour off a bowl, it could make her incredibly sick. I thought the takeout solution was fine, but when I served the food, I saw Cheryl looking at Becca's plate with a stony face. Cheryl's the sister, sorry. Okay. Yep. Uh, the sister-in-law. The mom. Yeah. Yeah. For her part, Becca started eating and seemed fine, but the mom whispered to my brother and my brother asked if he could talk to me in the kitchen. When we got there, he said it was unbelievable that I couldn't be bothered to make something for Becca, that they'd been bragging about what a great cook I am to her and that he knew I'd made specialty meals in the, and complicated food in the past. And now Becca will feel left out because she didn't get to eat what the rest of the family was eating. He said that it was obvious that I didn't care about making his stepdaughter feel like part of the family and that they were leaving. And then they packed up and left. I retract my statement. I think that not only, oh gosh, there's so many thoughts. Not only did she go above and beyond what she needed to do, she is right. She could have killed a kid. I want to hug her. Yes. Like, by the end of this, I wanted to find this woman and hug her and be like, this is not your fault. I my, One of my questions is, in the past when she was cooking specific food for Becca, did was it only that? Was it brother, sister, and Becca, and then her? Right. Well, and, family. and she doesn't say necessarily that she has made Becca meals before. She says like she's made keto meals before mm. or like followed Atkins diets or complicated food. But she doesn't say specifically that she's cooked An for Becca. An allergy is before. not something to joke with. Right. This kid has allergies so badly that she carries an EpiPen. The for milk. And... You know that if this kid had an allergic reaction to something that she meticulously cooked, the parents would have had a worse reaction. Right. They would have blamed her. And Becca didn't either care. That, and that's the part that gets me. Like, if the stepdaughter looked distraught or upset or said something, even then, I think it could have been a conversation of... Absolutely. I really wanted to, but I was concerned about your health, and I don't trust myself and to cook like, for you yet. Someday I would love to have you and your mom and dad over and we have a meal that's special for you. And we can you. cook together so somebody can make sure that I don't make a mistake. Wearing gloves. I mean, there's so much but, to that. And, and it sounds like she had a big crowd. And as someone with ADHD, I 
could not tell you in my kitchen right now, like how many things milk has touched. Oh my gosh. Or how many things I, we eat dairy every day, even though we're probably all lactose intolerant. I, I'm not sure I would be able to realistically not put dairy in something without doing it just out of muscle memory. And it is. There's things like dairy and gluten hidden in stuff mm-hmm. that you would never expect. We're dealing with a peanut, a tree nut and peanut allergy at Connor's school this year. And it's a very severe allergy. So there can be no peanut or tree nut foods in the whole elementary school because the Holy kid could cow. literally. And it has been terrifying for me absolutely as the mom of a student in a whole different grade (laughs) to make sure that my son does not kill this child yes like not only am i watching what i'm bringing we just stopped bringing peanut butter snacks into the house i don't buy peanut butter pretzels i don't buy peanut butter crackers i don't buy anything those are all at home and weekend foods i I don't even buy them because i'm afraid they'll get sent or or connor will be you know putting his snack together which we try to let him do independently yep and he'll forget and bring it to school and the kids don't think oh this has nuts in it yeah they think yum and i'm sure the school and the teachers are being very careful about it in the beginning of the school year but what about in like february when everybody's yeah and everybody's getting <laughs> lax and nobody's really paying attention anymore. Like, it terrifies me to be even that far removed from the situation. So if I had to cook for someone, I don't even like to cook. Mm-mm. So if somebody nope. came to me and was like, I have all these food allergies, I'd be like, you know what? Let's find a restaurant we can all eat at. Yeah, exactly. What's because- your favorite <laughs> restaurant? Because let's do that instead. Because I am sure I will accidentally kill you. And there are times when allergies are so severe that you can't use tools that have been used yeah like ever <laughs> yeah no that that the parents suck the kid doesn't suck the kid is right. completely innocent i agree uh, the writer is not she needs hugs She's and confidence the brother and, and the 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 sister-in-law are whack can i How can't even justify like if i had a kid with allergies that severe I can't imagine accusing anybody of, like, trying to yeah. not include her for not I would cooking the her. same meal. Because yeah. probably that was, this that kid was, eats, yeah. you know, like, <laughs> I just think <sighs> chicken tenders every meal or something yeah. like that. And it's probably the same meal she has every time. And it's not like she went to McDonald's. Right. So she didn't cook a five-course meal for everybody and then get this nine-year-old, like, a baby meal from McDonald's. Exactly. She went to a specialty restaurant and picked up specialty food, which she paid for herself, all in hopes of not killing this child. And, and the mom's isn't... immediate thought was, oh, dear you're you. not including my daughter. Oh, I hate this. <laughs> this episode was such a bad idea. <laughs> have you ever thought about writing in? Or have you had any reason? I mean, I'm sure I have, but I can't think of anything. Yeah, I, these are so hard and there's so many, there's so many people who are sure, mm-hmm. 100% sure about their reasons. Now, this mom, this one we're calling a psycho, could have got online later and said, am I the asshole because I got mad at my sister-in-law for, you know, feeding my daughter, blah, 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 and had some 
very logical reason that right. she was angry that would make us all go, <gasps> like, what a witch. She called her ahead of time and went through the menu and clarified that everything would have been safe for the daughter yes, or yeah. gave her suggestions. On, so I have, I'm going to go twice in a row because I have the other side of this same idea. And is it the mom? No. Oh, no. okay. I was really excited. No. But so as a picky person, uh-huh. as someone that is a picky eater, both because of flavor and texture, I thought for sure I was, this is, I thought for sure I was going to be able to side with this one. Like it was going to be one of those that had a twist at the end. Okay. Yep. It says, am I the asshole for leaving my in-laws Christmas dinner after I found out that they didn't make accommodations for me? So I'm already back to like this girl with celiac disease and I'm like, right. God, this woman probably has like celiac disease or a severe allergy. And she was very clear about it. And her in-laws were just like, nope, this is what we do for Christmas. Right. This is what we're doing. I've read those in um, bad mother-in-law ones. Yes. Like, yeah. Like, my mother-in-law purposely put meat in every dish. <laughs> I ate rolls and held back my tears yeah. the whole time. I have a severe almond allergy. And she, she hid it in the in everything. in the green beans or yeah, something. Yeah. I got invited to my fiance's family Christmas celebratory dinner. It's my first Christmas with them. I've always been picky about what I eat. Can't help it, and it has to do with psychological factors, childhood, and personal likes and dislikes. Which, okay, I sure. can argue that about me. I'm not sure I would say it in that way. Like, can't help it. It's just the way I'm built. But you know, sure. Before accepting their invite, I let my future mother-in-law know that I wouldn't be eating the traditional food at their celebration and showed her a variety of dishes to choose from to accommodate me. She refused and told me to bring my own dish. I said if I had to bring my own dish when I'm a guest, then I better just stay home. We went back and forth and I insisted I wouldn't come if accommodations weren't being made. I thought it was just a simple request and she could have agreed if she really wanted me there. My fiancé agreed that I should bring my own dish, but I didn't. When we arrived there and I saw that no accommodations were made, I got up, got my things, and walked out and went home. My future mother-in-law and fiancé were shocked. I got tons of calls and texts from them both, and my fiancé came home lashing out, calling me selfish and spoiled (laughs) to walk out like that over a dish that his mom didn't have to make for me, and that it was my responsibility to feed myself. How is it my responsibility to feed myself when I'm a guest? Makes no sense to me. (laughs) So as a picky eater that has issues with textures, which is not something I can help. Right. And who has, I don't have, I don't have allergies, but I am very sensitive to onions. I have never, ever, 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 ever thought I could give someone choices (laughs) Of the accommodations they could make for me for their family dinner. I am dying to know what accommodations <laughs> they were. Like roast duck. Right. And pizza. And, and flambéed, <laughs> blah blah blah. Like if if you if you were coming to a dinner party that I was hosting and you said I an Indian dinner party. I hate I don't like spicy. I don't do spicy. I am the whitest person. I am Swedish. We eat meatballs with gravy. <laughs> And potatoes. <laughs> and potatoes, yeah. I like those. Once you add paprika, mm, that's bordering on a little too spicy for me. <laughs> okay, if I was hosting an Indian dinner party and you were invited and you said, I, I really can't do spice, would you mind ordering a pizza? You know what? 
I would order you a pizza. Yeah. If you said, you know, I really don't like spice. I've got several different meat dishes you could choose from. A lamb shank, a rack of ribs, a roast duck. None of them go with your theme. None of them are appropriate for this party. And And all of them would require separate ingredients. Yes. (laughs) And... Those are ridiculous meals to cook for one person. Mm-hmm. It, it just makes me makes me wonder what she asked for. And the way she approached it is gross. Oh, yeah. If that had happened to me and I was trying to tell my in-laws, I'm really sorry, I just don't like spicy food, I would eat beforehand. I I would ask them, are you, you, know, you going to have anything there that isn't spicy? If they said, well, what are you thinking? Well, what's easy for you to make that isn't spicy? What's Is there something, something could... you could leave out of one of the yeah. dishes to keep the flavor but make it not spicy? Yes. Even just a little side dish of it. And when I got there, I would probably say, what's the least spicy thing? I want to try it. <laughs> I'm never going to ask you to make me something <laughs> insane. And, the, and as a guest nowadays, it's just polite to show up with something to contribute. So if you know you're a picky eater and you know that she sounds like maybe she has legitimate reasons for right. not liking these things. If she knows that about herself, why is she not already bringing dishes to pass? I have really hard time, really hard time believing that she wouldn't find one thing that she could eat there. It strikes me as... I'm testing my limits with you, and I want you to bend to my will to prove that you will. Because I'm going to make sure you do. And that could be exactly it. She wants fiancé to choose her over mother-in-law. Or, but, you know, maybe she's just an awful writer at defending herself. Yeah, yeah. And it is that it's, she's marrying into an Indian family that was serving curry and spicy and stuff that she had no experience with and and didn't know how to eat but again bring your own dang dish (laughs) and don't say yeah i won't eat any of that here's what i will eat yeah this is what you have to make unless explicitly asked i would never i would never give someone a list of things if someone said well what would you like can you give me some ideas of what you would like i would say what's the theme Mm -hmm. and what level of you know cooking because there are people who want to cook five-star meals yep what level are you thinking because i could bring a frozen pizza or i could bring a casserole or i could could bring i could stop and get burgers on the way and and just keep them out of photos (laughs) until you know the photos are taken and then stuff my face or um i i really like you know i i like baby back ribs um i i like corn on the cob whatever yeah i so i thought they were interesting on either side of the spectrum. It is very interesting. Mm-hmm. And rage-inducing. Yes. Or, and so playing devil's advocate, even if you were on the autism spectrum and you were, you know, these are, I, I will not deny that people on the autism spectrum will have serious difficulties with food. Absolutely. And it could be textures, it could be tastes, it just could be memories of whatever. If you are self-aware enough that you know you can't eat these foods, then have that conversation. Yes. Or your fiance should know you well enough to be able to be like, hey, mom, fiance. I know yeah. it's awkward, but, you know, this is 
this is the best way she knows how to handle things, and this is what we usually do to accommodate, and this is what we'll bring. <laughs> I just, I assume it's a power play. You're going to the in-laws, you're, you're making demands. I think you're I'm right. more important than you, and I'm the woman in his life. And then it backfired, and now she is furious. Yep. Did the comments rip her up? Oh, yeah. She was yeah. definitely voted the asshole on this one. I, I can't imagine another outcome. She even um, tried... She had a couple edited to add, and says, For those saying I have no respect for my in-laws, I do, especially my future mother-in-law. I respect her, but this is so far the biggest... But this is so far the biggest conflict we've had. I work long hours, even on holidays, so not much time to cook. And I wasn't asking for an elaborate dish or several dishes, just one simple option. But she never mentions the dish, what the options were. And I'm sorry, a lot of people, even like there are nurses who work 12 hour shifts four days a week or holidays, and they still can make a couple sandwiches or stop somewhere. Yep. You know, if it's even if it's Christmas Day, Chinese restaurants are open. Yep. So you could stop there and get something. Um, all the grocery stores have like pre-prepared yes. sandwiches. You and have potentially options. weeks to figure out what you're going to bring. I mean, you're having this conversation with mother-in-law before ahead she's cooked the meal, assuming it's at least a week or two ahead because she's got to get groceries and stuff, mm-hmm. which means you have plenty of time. And it's not like the mother-in-law said, "Oh no, I'm not accommodating you." just show up or told her she would accommodate her and then she showed up and there was nothing there for her yeah she told her no i'm not gonna do it you can bring your own stuff if you want i would i would die to know what the mother-in-law was cooking mm-hmm. and what the uh, maybe future daughter-in-law was asking for mm-hmm. like same that that's really what would cinch it and she said indian family mother-in-law i asked her to make you know a grilled cheese. I'm like, mm, why wouldn't she do that? Is right. That mother-in-law. <laughs> I asked for toast with butter on it. Like, <laughs> yeah. And that's the other. The other thing is, so, yeah. Yep. These are tough. Apparently, I didn't. I mean, like, we got fired up during the unpopular opinion. <laughs> I didn't know I was gonna. I should have known. Yeah. It was dumb that I. I didn't mean, know. I told you that I had to completely unfollow <laughs> the whole subreddit because I felt I actually spent time last night when I wasn't sleeping because my brain wasn't letting me. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Looking for positive subreddits to join, just so that my feed on Reddit would be happier. Yeah, I've got plant ones. The, oh yeah. Yeah. Gardening and houseplants and animals and Dungeons like... Dungeons and dope. Yeah. That's pretty much what my Reddit feed is now. So you're going to really have to dig into uh, Mother-in-Law's From Hell. You have to create a different <laughs> account so it doesn't... Right. Dirty. So it doesn't soil your account. So it doesn't... <laughs> bring down my life with negativity. These these are fun. I like to hear other people's opinions. Um, we might be too alike. And I think reading Anna the Asshole so often, it really taints your brain. Because you know that there's it's going more. to be twisted yeah. or that this isn't going where you think it's going yeah. to go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know who... We'd have to invite someone to do like a real opposite opinion. I wonder who has an incredibly opposite. I know a few people in our friend group who are like a lot more on one side of the spectrum or the other mm-hmm. than us. Um, 
I mean, my husband can start an argument about anything. So That is true. <laughs> I don't want to argue with your husband. <laughs> because most of the time at the end, he's like, oh, I was just trying to argue. Yeah. Bro? Oh, I don't actually care about that. I'm going to pinch you. <laughs> yep. <laughs> he's better at that now, but yeah. That's good. <laughs> and I still love him. You have to. You're stuck with him, too. <laughs> right? I might still pinch him. But <laughs> he needs that sometimes. <laughs> I can't wait for us to play D&D. I think he and I are going to be a great team. I am so excited. It's going to be epic. Mm-hmm. I really think he and I are going like, to oh. kill it. Yeah. The problem is reining us in. Like, letting other people get words in. Which is why it's good that Rob will be the DM. Yes. Because he'll keep you on track. Yes. And won't let you guys get too far out in, like, acrobatic <laughs> monk Neverland. <laughs> we were playing the last game. And everyone else at the table was just chatting about stuff. And I was looking in Rob's eyes, asking him questions that my character wanted to ask the other <laughs> character. So he said this. Is there any of this around? Okay, so I found this crystal in this tree. Is there anything else in the surrounding trees? I want to roll perception check. <laughs> and Rob's just I'm like, still going. <laughs> exactly. And yeah, he puts up with me. We have fun. He puts up with all of us. Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, you're right. One, baz- one bazillion percent. He's like, the worst day of my life was when Ryan met these people. <laughs> <laughs> but we just here used to play we video are. Games and it was peaceful. And <laughs> now now I have I'm to go married out every and there's people, <laughs> friends, children. He loves it. He secretly loves it. He has to. Otherwise, he wouldn't come around anymore. It's true. He does still choose to hang out with us. He even loves Carly. I love that. (laughs) She calls him Uncle Bob. He's the only person that can call him Bob. (laughs) She asked the other day, why is he Uncle Bob to me? And you guys call him Rob. We were like, sweetie, that's because we're trying to torture him. (laughs) Sweetie, because it's funny. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And she was like, oh, okay. (laughs) I wonder where she gets her sarcasm from. Weird. Yeah, I don't know. Must be Ryan. Obviously. <laughs> um, I could go on with this forever, but I won't because people don't want us to do that. <laughs> because editor Jess, oh, she cries. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to find the outro. I there it is. Shut my computer down. <laughs> so I'm just gonna make it up. I might um, memorize it. I might have it done by now. This is Dungeons and Dopamine Podcast. And this was a cool, crazy bonus episode. Woo! You can listen to this or any of our podcasts anywhere you stream podcasts and on YouTube. You can support us on Patreon. It's www.patreon.com slash Dungeons Dopamine. You can also find us on Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, and Reddit. Reddit. Yeah. Now we've read off of Reddit. We yeah, now we like, have to be Reddit. active on yeah. Reddit. Um, you can reach out to us on any of those social medias. We encourage you to do so. We would love it if you did. Yes, because we also would love to do a live episode. We just need to know what to do mm-hmm. and when to do it. Or if you like the format of this episode, you want to hear more things like this. We just need we topics. Can write. We can so, rant. Are we doing more Am I the Asshole? Are we doing unpopular unpopular opinions? Did you just like us talking about each other? Do you want us to talk about books? Oh, we could talk about books. It would have to be like a six-part episode. (laughs) 
never ends. It's the episode that never <laughs> ends. Oh, anyway, so reach oh, out yeah. to us. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, and you can also email us at dungeonsdopamine at yahoo.com. Dungeons and Dopamine is edited and published by Argyle Pigeon Productions. <laughs> Thank you. We love you. Bye. Okay, bye. <laughs>